3: we're talking about
4: millions of dollars.
3: What would you do if you had a million dollars? Tell you what
4: I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man.
3: We're living in a material world, and I am a material girl. Or boy.
4: Well, what about you now? What would you do?
2: Besides two chicks at the same time? Oh, yeah. Nothing.
4: Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke. Don't do
3: if I had a million
2: dollars,
3: if I had a million dollars,
2: Well, I buy you
3: a house? I would buy you a house. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, what makes dollars,
0: you think that there is market efficiency? For for at that point? House well, I mean, the companies, the companies think there's market efficiency. If I had They're allowed to be stupid. Dollars, I just, uh, their idea of market efficiency might not be yours than mine. I, actually, the reason why I say this, Lou, is a, not that you couldn't be, but a Nobel Prize winner, which doesn't make him right all the time. Milton Friedman in class said one day, because I was taking him for something called a theory of price, God, what a god awful course that was. Uh, nothing but calculus and stuff I didn't understand. And, uh, but he talked about if he, if he really, uh, he really thought that once, once a firm reached the point where they were very efficient, you know, obviously if you got 50 people, you can have a human resources group, and if you have 100 people, you don't have to have anybody to human resources We all get that. And he really felt that once you got to a certain size, to get any bigger than that made it less efficient. So for some big efficient company to buy another big efficient company just to raise prices didn't help anybody. The idea you're going to have all these cost savings is all BS. Anyway, that was his, his view. I mean, when you reach the size of Squib, it's very hard to say that to, to be, become the size of Pfizer, you're all that efficient. You just get more powerful. Maybe that's efficient.
4: Well, that's not the. That, I think that's right. I think you, I think you were right earlier. By the way, Milton Friedman is dead. Yes. Um, the uh, which which was the answer that one of my uh, one of my associates gave in response to somebody quoting some authoritative figure.
0: He's dead. <laughs> like. Well, there's anxiety. a lot of people he that are does. dead. I mean, Jesus so, Christ is dead too, but he still I has a little bit of- articles,
4: oh. his comments. Um, yeah, right. I mean, from from a corporate perspective, market efficiency can mean we have access to other supplies. We have access to other lines of business that we don't have now. That's why we. That's why we purchase. I mean, that's, that's why law firms merge all the time.
0: Um, and then they get too big and they get too sloppy and they break apart.
4: Uh, it depends how they run.
0: Right, I understand, but I'm saying you you don't get this law firms they do get influence, but they're but,
4: but they're but they're a lot and, and the short answer is from my perspective, if if you're not smart enough to see that or you don't believe that's going to happen as as a, a corporate, you know, head of the corporate management team, then then, you know, you're an idiot. But I'm not going to I'm not going to come in and tell you you can't do it.
0: Um is Father Fitzgerald my my uh, one of my teachers at Notre Dame uh, once said if three guys in the same industry play golf they can't get to the fourth hole without figuring out a way to fix prices
4: he's dead too
0: so is Einstein we still use some of his stuff
4: <laughs> yeah
0: so is uh, some of your legal heroes they're all dead too oh I know, I know
4: um, I, I mean that's an interesting perception on human nature. He's probably heard enough confessions that he he has a good anecdotal basis for saying that. But again, I'm not.
0: Well, what's know, the difference between
4: absent absent some violation of the antitrust laws or some? well here's you know, the here's I'm the, gonna, the human, that then then I, I'm not going to get excited about this.
0: No, I'm not. I'm just saying the hum, the human side of the story is that competition is the best thing in the world for every industry, but mine because in mine it's cutthroat competition. And they shouldn't be allowed to do it. That's, well, just, that's it's just a it's
4: different. It's just a different form of competition, chief.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm saying, but nobody really wants to be competitive in their area. They, they but they want every other area that they purchase stuff from. They want that to be competitive. Just the way people are. Well, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I mean, it's it just is, <laughs> right. Uh, well, you'll
4: you'll seek you'll seek corporate advantage where you can, whether that's in government or yeah. in the marketplace or
0: or in some other arena. And, and the idea is to not. I mean I, I am I'm absolutely the biggest disciple of competition. Somebody spent 20 years in a trading floor with 350 people in the same pit fighting for the same trade. But
4: but I right, so so I mean generally though the competition you're talking you and I are talking about and I'm doing this to lead into a topic that I to I was just going to drop on you this morning. The competition that we're talking about is generally aimed at producing more profits correct
0: well that's well that's the beauty of it, yeah, if you're competing so okay, so why is disney
4: why is Disney taking on the state of Florida on on its uh, requirements for teachers and and other issues
0: uh, too much power why is
4: i did- what's the what's the upside what's the upside for disney management
0: you know uh it's interesting how you and I come to sort of the same sort of arguments in different spots, and and, and one of the themes of the show, which you of course have not figured out what the themes are, because I'm not sure I have either, uh, is that everything everything kind of depends on everything else, and and what you're just talking about with Disney, and maybe because they're too friggin' big, Lou, is the same thing with with Tesla. Well, What's no, that?
4: I mean I don't I don't think I don't think it's too big. Has anything to do with it? I, I'm my my point is, if your job is to maximize your profitability for your shareholders, why on earth would you jump into an argument in in a, a state that that you are 100 percent rooted and you can't leave because of your capital investment Wait, and, and location? Speak,
0: speaking of which, uh, it, what percentage?
4: Why would you, why no no? Why would you? Engage in a fight with your state government over a statute that has absolutely nothing to do with your business.
0: Um, I thought they were fighting on a few. What's the one? What's the main one?
4: Well, the thing that supposedly started all this was the the parental rights bill that got signed in, by the governor in Florida that said you can't teach sexual identity and sexual orientation. To people below third grade, they, uh, they, and, they f- and that, and that you, you can't you can't teach that stuff at any time to an inappropriate unless it's an appropriate an appropriate setting an appropriate age group. That's the gist of it. And for some reason, that got opposed. Disney's leadership felt they had to oppose that and oppose it in a very public way.
3: But weren't
0: they uh, weren't they fighting about something else? Haven't they been fighting about the mass things? And they've been they've been fighting this guy for a lo- long time, haven't
4: they? Well, well, this this. The, this was the blow up though. Right. mask stuff, I could at least say fine. You don't want to, you don't want to fight the, the, the mask issue has a direct effect on Disney's operations. But, and that did not, that did not blow up. This blew up. This has caused a, like a $20 billion loss in the value of Disney's stock in the last month or so.
0: Well, I'm not so sure you could say that caused it, but
4: By the way, do you you have? a... I I would say I would. Okay, so so here, you know, you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. Um, You see the you see the Disney declaration, and then a couple a day or two later, you see the stock price start falling.
0: All right, but it it
4: continued to drop.
0: But it's also very coincidental with this Netflix fiasco. All of a sudden, all the
4: Netflix the the Netflix fiasco is was is not hit the didn't hit the stock price. I mean, it, it'll affect the stock price. But it has not, it was not the motivator for the majority right, the right, vast well, so of the past 95% of stock loss.
0: I happen, I happen to think you're probably right, but we don't know because it's we're starting this this, this post, somewhat post-COVID.
4: Every but if, if a, but it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, Chief. If I'm a Disney shareholder and I see A followed by B, and I see people rushing to get rid of Disney stock I'm I'm making the connection and and uh, it it's pretty it's pretty you may may make the connection I will say I will say part of that element was the release of internal Disney management videos in which their management team and their their content people the head of their content uh, groups said we're going to push an agenda where we present more and more and more characters with different sexual identities in an effort to try to train children and get children on board with these these political programs, that came out, and I'm I'm pretty sure that in conjunction with Disney's opposition to this bill, which now has some other ramifications, I want to talk about.
0: Okay, well, you now. Which do you, which do you think came first? The, them they do they think they're leading or following? I guess in that regard, I mean I, I don't really, I, I do know leading or
4: follow leading or following. Well, that. there's a whole
0: a whole bunch of people that have obviously pushed this agenda for a, quite a long time. Now, well,
4: it be, it's been pushed. I think that's right. The question is why does your leadership come in knowing that that's the case that you've got a very quiet, underground movement within your company to alter the content of of entertainment being presented to a significant uh, uh, proportion of the United States, And, and they are engaged in this kind of surreptitious messaging. Knowing you've got that, why do you take on publicly a bill that has nothing to do with your operation? Is fraught with potential problems, but you come in and oppose it. And and oh by the way, and, and I I do think there's this, I, I think it's just sheer stupidity and arrogance on the part of Disney. I don't think it has anything to do with their their business model. I think uh, they they are now looking at two huge hammers. The first is the loss of their copyright protection for for Mickey Mouse. The early Mickey Mouse stuff, which which will then go into the public domain, that's a big one. But the second one is the loss of tax ex- exemption status and the loss of self governance for their entire Disney World complex. They've enjoyed a special relationship with the state of Florida for on taxes and um, uh, governance. And uh, other, you other know, things. you know,
0: you know, my feelings. They're outside
4: the county structure. They've enjoyed that since the early seventies, or since the sixties, late sixties, and and now the governor has said, "You know what? You want to fight me on this? I'll pull the plug on you."
0: Um, in Illinois, if you're unincorporated, you're still in the county. You're saying they're outside the county structure? Yes, yes.
4: They have a, they have the only people they answer to the state. They are like their own separate county. It's called the Reedy Creek District.
0: Uh, that's pretty special. Well, so, uh, Lou, you know, was my, you know my attitude is It
4: was enacted. I can't believe you haven't been following this. Was enacted in 1967 to to bring Disney World in. Disney Walt Disney was looking for a place to ex, to put in, and, and, and the idea was, you know what you know EPCOT uh, at, yeah. at Disney, right? You know what you know EPCOT is an acronym. Do you know what it stands for? Actually, I don't. Environmental prototype city of tomorrow.
0: Well, I, I do know from way back in my soaps. when this all started, I was you know younger. Obviously, the whole the, when they built Disney World in California, the massive mistake. Uh, uh, they
4: never built Disney World in California. They built Disneyland. Disneyland.
0: In Disneyland. Okay, sorry, Disneyland. Because I remember watching Walt Disney when I was a kid. They would they would show the pictures of Disneyland, and they they thought the huge mistake was that they didn't buy all the area around it, so other people got to put up the hotels and the other stuff and made money That's off of, off Disneyland that they shouldn't be able to. Don't, don't forget, Lou, these people are Mormons. They think they own the world, right? No. What do you mean, no?
4: They don't think they own the world. They, they think they're going to get their own planets.
0: Well, whatever. <laughs> it's <laughs> But I'm saying it's it's a different point of view. I mean, they think that none of those people have a right to have a hot dog stand across the street because that should have been theirs. You and I probably would be happy with Disneyland, but that's that's us. That's why we don't have Disney World. They do. I, I mean, mean,
4: I don't think so the, Pritzkers, the Pritzkers feel the same way about Wrigleyville. Oh, sure. So, I mean, I no, I think that's just... That's you a mean, you mean Ricketts? This is exactly what happened. You mean Ricketts? They set up, this, Disney, Disney looked around, said, you know what, we want the ability to control everything in this. They go to Florida... Florida says, you know what, we will give you self, you're going to set up an environmental prototype city of tomorrow, we will give you the legal structure to do that. You will have complete autonomy from city, county taxes, and government, and everything else. You will have your own self-governing district in this Reedy Creek layout to do whatever you want, as long as you're consistent with state law, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and that's what they got. Well, and they are in the process now of revoking that. All right. In so response, in response to Disney's attack on this government, this government bill. All
0: right. Now, in, in my world, Lou, I, that I, I, by the way, I'm agreeing with you on this. In my world, I look around and I see the drug companies who were the first ones to go offshore and not pay taxes. And the ones that did that succeeded in buying up all the other drug companies because they had the advantage. Right,
4: we're, we're tracking off on something. No, no. no but I'm saying we're not, we're not.
0: We're not. We're, we're, not. we're talking, why? We're, why we're talking is about why? Why? me doing this? Right, we're, we're talking about um, people that have managed to get a niche. Basically, their nose right up the ass of government where nobody else is. Same thing. with, Can you tell me why Tesla got six hundred and seventy-nine million dollars last month in 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 uh, carbon, whatever those things are. Regulatory pushes in their and they're, uh, the, the guy's gonna get 90 bazillion dollars. Uh, because they
4: want, that's easy, because they want Tesla in their district. I, when the I'm question t- is, the question is, why is Tesla, why would Tesla, if it was gonna do this, why would Tesla then turn around and not just bite the hand that feeds it, but well, try to pull its fingers off?
0: Well, they're trying to. The guy's trying to bite Twitter and saying he's gonna, He's gonna. He's gonna pull. No, no, no,
4: no, no! He's not attacking the state government that that gave him the largesse.
0: The, the, the money he gets is from the federal government. These carbon credits are not state; they're federal. Okay. Well, the
4: the the federal government. The federal government set the system up, and and Musk is Musk is taking
0: advantage of it. All right. So, but the the idea is that this is supposed to help you and I get into an electric vehicle. So, if if you have any fear, if you have any thought that there's a brain cell working anywhere in government. You wouldn't come out and say we've had our best quarter ever with 32% margin. Oh, by the way, $700 million. Can, the idea of that money is to lower the price of the car so more people can get in it, so more people use it? Isn't that why they're giving it to him? Not so he gets the dough?
4: Mm, I mean, I think that's the social policy aspect
0: of it, but he's
4: orchestrated it so he gets the
0: dough. I, what I'm saying, w- w- the, the, the thread here... Is that the have been given that in the first place at Disney, right?
4: No, I don't. I disagree. All right, it made, it made perfect for the state of Florida. It made perfect sense.
0: Okay, but now, but now, every time you give somebody an advantage, Lou, All right, if if it's going to be Disneyland, Florida, okay, and somebody comes in there and you got a marshland and there's nothing there, my instinct would be to say, okay, uh, I, I'm going to give these guys a break too because we need some jobs here, and wouldn't it be nice if? if Florida was the next Disney World, which they are. Okay, now, but now the money in this day and age, I mean, I, the interesting part is I try and piece together my contributors is, is like Eric May would say, it, the money doesn't go, it wasn't like it all drained down to a dividend to the shareholders of Disney, which would be fine. It stays somewhere in this corporate world where you got to buy ABC. you got to buy, not ABC, you got you got to buy... They own ESPN. I mean, you got, you got to own yeah, all ESPN. They, you got to all. You've got to use this money that we gave you to go buy all these other places where you can outbid the little Michaels of the world, or who are actually in a competitive business. The the, the companies overseas in the in the
4: but pharmacy. But, the, but the, the Florida. If I'm a Florida legislator, I don't care about that. No. All I care about is how much money are you bringing? But in you're, you're
0: missing to the point. The state. They're now they're now too big for Florida. They own everything else. They don't care about it. I mean, they care somewhat, but I don't think Florida is going to turn around and change that on them. The governor know, oh, oh, I I do. I don't know. I do.
4: I think I think Ron DeSantis I think Rhonda is perfectly capable of doing that. And and again, I don't understand there is this is a, as far as I'm concerned, this would be an if I'm a stockholder of Disney, a big one, this is a an abrogation of Disney's fiduciary duty to its stockholders. To deliberately take on something that has nothing to do with its with its core mission of entertainment, it has nothing to do with it. it it's a it's a school law, and to take that on and attack the governor over that, and well, I, thereby I, thereby
0: what makes you think
4: open I, yourself up to to a legislative response, which is what's happening. I, I think that's a. I think that that opens your your that opens you up to a shareholder derivative action.
0: Well, Lou, you mean? And I know. Do, I know you, do the they think that, I
4: know just the attorneys. Well, because. sure, but I'm
0: saying they, they. But are they leading or following? I mean, if you and I had a commercial today, and there was going to be a family, the family has to be, one has to be black, one has to be white, with two kids, one black, one white. I mean, they're, they're, what percentage of families in this country? I mean, there's some and they're, they're very nice ones. It's not a problem, but but I mean, if you don't, if, you, if you're not, if you're not part of this new new world, at least that, as you see, are you leading or following? Does that mean?
4: But that's that's a that's a different and much more directly connected uh, compare, comparison to to corporate business. The Disney corporate business model does not involve school teaching. At least, at least, as for I mean, they may provide some material. Well, so, well, somewhere along somewhere along the, along the line, Disney, Lou. Disney's not Disney's not in the, in the education business.
0: Somewhere along the line, Lou, somebody. First of all, I think they are. They think they are for young kids. They think they are have been for a long time. Where they ever have they haven't. If this continuous effort to break, but.
4: No, not the, the not, not the, not the same but thing. If, but if, but if they, them, not within the school system.
0: If they just, de- if they decide that they're going to change Disney World into having one guy's whatever at age 10 is, is, uh, you know, gay, not gay, but if they start having, you know, cross dressers, is it, I don't know, I don't know where they think it's going, but somehow, somewhere, they think they need to change their model to embrace whatever this new thing is. And somebody that,
4: may, that that may well be, and and that's their that's in their product line. In fact, we know that they've been doing it for a while, and that they're doing it quietly because they intend to change the the sexual orientation of the children or, uh, that are. I don't. I don't
0: parents. know. See, I don't know. Well, the question you and I SBQ, that's, and
4: that's and if that's their business model, that's their business model. I. I the point I is that they they deliberately their leadership deliberately says. You know what? We're going to inject ourselves into this political cause that has nothing to do with our business model. Well, we have, and they did it in the state where they're going to get eaten.
0: Alive. I, 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 uh, we got to go to break. SP Futures up forty. Nasdaq Futures up one seventy five. I think Lou, if they were here, they would say they think they need to do it because that's where the world's going, and they want to be first. I, I'm just saying. We'll be right back,
3: Doctor Jackson. How much confidence do you have that your investments will make you wealthy? Do you truly know the odds?
2: 8810, or search us on the web at CognosHR.com. Cognos HR, Innovation in Human Resources, licensed in Illinois and Arizona.
0: Hello, this is Tom Howard, the Chief. Confused about investing these days? I suspect you are not alone. Investing was never easy, although at times it may have seemed so. This problem is to invest in so called hard currencies like silver and gold, the idea being that they will retain their relative value in the face of devaluation of paper currencies like the dollar. To be honest, I have never been a gold bug. I've always had faith that having enough dollars and a good investment strategy was good enough. Now I'm not so sure. Hello and welcome back to Action Time out. Mr. Matt Byrne on the board. Mr. Lou Michaels. A feisty Lou Michaels this morning with us as well. SP futures up 40. NASDAQ futures up 172. Dow Futures up 230. And we got Powell speaking today. I'm sure he's going to come out with this. The dovish turn everybody's been talking about where the Fed decided that everything's going so well on the inflation front. Uh, oil's down a little bit. We've got uh, all kinds of stuff. They don't really, I bet they don't think they have to do anything at this point. If they do a couple of quarter point moves. I think they're out of their mind, but then again, they're not asking me. Um, and I, and I, boy, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. DAX up 231.6, FTSE up 15.2, not so much on the FTSE. Uh, Kakarana up 117, it's 1.8. We're in Asia, we've got Nikkei up 335, 1.2. Shanghai over down 71, 2.2%. Uh, Hang Seng down 262, 125, all the mainland markets down more than 2%, so we, we never can seem to get a sweep one way or the other around the world. We always get somebody going wrong the wrong or different direction. 10 bonds up 3.30 seconds, 2.87. The Bund up 2.30 seconds, um, 2.30 seconds, 2 points, point uh, eight nine. We don't do 30 seconds anymore. Uh, Japan unchanged at 0.25. Uh, yesterday, Dow was up 249. and p was down 2. NASDAQ down 166. Most of that was because of Netflix, uh, or at least the Netflix pall on the market. Uh, oil up ninety six cents to uh one oh three fifteen so over hundred pretty solidly run up one thirty one oh eight ten natural gas down four cents wow six eighty nine under seven dollars uh this thing has been high and volatile our bob up one penny to three thirty we've got gold down again twelve seventy of nineteen forty two after making a run up yesterday silver so down fifty four cents twenty four seventy three copper up two cents four sixty eight we won't we won't let gold go up because it would signify we have inflation now ah, we don't have any inflation do we and we have crypto up 1200 bucks to 42,466 so way up from the minus was under 40 i'm gonna say last friday let's bump back bounce back up to the higher end of the range here yeah what do you for us traffic weather sports bulls win
1: yeah fantastic wasn't it
0: too late to be fantastic for me
1: uh, yeah, a little a little a little too late but you know it's welcome uh currently six thirty-six a.m april 21st 2022 uh, let's get you into sports real quick like we said uh nba Bulls went against the milwaukee bucks 114 to 110 that was an away game in milwaukee uh in the nhl blackhawks went against the Coy- coyotes four to three and the blackhawks are back again tonight against the la kings the mlb uh, uh, White Sox lose to Cleveland Guardians 11-1. to And Cubs lose to Tampa Bay 8-2. to Not so great in baseball today. I
0: think the Saints lost twice.
1: Oh, I, I think that's right, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not just once, but twice. Yeah. Uh, and weather is uh, Chicago, cloudy, 51 degrees, high of 72, low of 50. In Phoenix, clear skies, 67 degrees, high of 93, and a low of 66. There's the train saying hello to us. Yes. Uh, in traffic, uh, eastbound on Eisenhower between Wolf Road and Harlem Avenue. Eastbound on the Kennedy between Cumberland Avenue and Lawrence Avenue. Westbound on the Dan Ryan between 47th and West Randolph Street. And northbound on Lakeshore between what, East 18th Drive and East Jackson Drive. And southbound Lakeshore uh, between East Monroe and East Roosevelt with a focus at East Jackson Drive. That's all we got, Chief. Back to you.
0: Um, well, let me set here what my, my thinking. is. I, I love it because... uh I can discuss things with you when we're both sort of on the same side, but as you well know, you've talked to me forever, my, my whole view of this was was set by the four or five pages of the first chapter of the sovereign state of ITT. And I think what you're seeing here, and you and I have different opinions on what's driving this, what you're, what you're saying is this governor has power, and if, and if Disney decides to pick this fight, In a state like Florida, that are liable to lose some of the good things they have. And I'm going to say, Lou, in my opinion, and I just, I'd like your opinion of what I'm saying. In my opinion, Disney feels they're going to be around long after DeSantis and his kids are dead. And they, and whatever they view as the, uh, where the world's heading, they're going to get on that bus because it means profit to them. And they think that this thing Florida's doing is is probably going to, the national, stuff they're getting from it, and, and even medium-term run, not even the long run, is going to cost them business in Florida, because maybe people that are, you know, aggressively liberal in that area won't go to Florida, which means they won't go to their place. I'm telling you, it, it is very well thought out with a time frame that's long past DeSantis, in my opinion.
4: Um, That may be the case.
0: Uh, That,
4: that may well be the case. I suspect it is probably more akin to the Disney management people who live in a very much of an entertainment bubble, responding to internal pressure from a, a select and very small group of their employees for whom this kind of pushback at a state level on education is problematic and so they are pushing the company in a direction that if the company thought about it, the company wouldn't, wouldn't follow. But, but they are responding to an internal push by their employees rather than a, a thoughtful kind of analysis. All, and, and the reason I say that is because initially, Disney's leadership team said, we're not taking a position on this statute because we don't care. It doesn't affect our business. They changed that. And I'm pretty sure they didn't change that in response to the market. And certainly they didn't change it in response to any kind of shareholder push. In fact, the shareholder push has been in the other direction.
0: Well, Lou, we we can both agree. One thing we probably... I'm going to tell you that the shareholder... These guys could care less who the shareholders are. They're people they never even met other than the ones in their room.
4: Well, the question, of course, is, is... you know, what, what do they think? Because, in my opinion, a $20 billion loss, even for a company like Disney, is significant. And that's where there's, that's what their stock price has done in the
0: last. Right, I I think, well, you, you can't, I, I, I'm in the business forever, Lou. One thing I've learned, you can't, even though people want this, I have clients call up, you can't, you can't say, Uh, Stock is down because Matt Byrne walked out of the can. I mean, it's coincidental it may not be causative. There's a lot of these companies that... Uh, that, I understand. I mean, uh, there's a lot of these companies that rode this high horse all during this COVID because all people did was stay home and watch crap. That's starting to disintegrate right now, it appears, at least a little bit, at least the high prices that they had. I mean, mean, Netflix is a perfect example. I'm not going to say that they're the same thing, but... I honestly believe, Lou, that there's. Com- you,
4: could, you can actually track a pretty good.
0: Our, our friend
4: Elon Musk. Yeah. You know, well, it was it yesterday? Made the statement about Netflix that because of their focus on woke uh, themes, their 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 shows have have gone to, into the garbage can.
0: I I think that Elon Musk, he, just because he has a lot of money, his point of views are no better than yours or mine, Lou, and and. That, that
4: may well that may well be the case. I'm just saying that he's he's got a national platform.
0: Okay, I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, uh, so does uh, Mark Cuban. And in some areas, he's very brilliant. In some areas, he's he shouldn't be talking about. It. I mean, I shouldn't be talking about politics in Africa. I don't know anything about it.
4: No, no, I, I get it. I'm just saying this is a guy who, for better or worse, his his words on all kinds of things get a lot of credence. He. He challenges; he throws that out there. I don't know whether the stock price reacted to him. It would be perfectly consistent for the stock price to react to something like that, but I don't know whether the stock price reacted to him or it was just a his comment on the real uh, that made everybody look around and realize, yeah, these programs suck.
0: Well, you, you know what? I I think what 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 I have a, somewhat of a problem with, and I, a am as you know, I'm not, I don't want Putin running our place, but I really don't want it. There's gotta be 30 or 40 people we can name, well, at least 10, we can name off the top of our heads, that right now today could call up Joe Biden or Trump or Obama or Bush and say, shove it right where the sun don't shine, try and, try and stop what I'm doing. They're way, way more powerful than the political establishment here. And, uh, and, and I think that's a problem going forward. And I don't know who we, who we have anywhere on the horizon that can stand up to one of these guys. I think.
4: Well, that that's, they, that's where, that's where DeSantis and I, and I, I, I'm I'm not blind to the fact that DeSantis gets a lot of national play by smacking Disney around, but that's where DeSantis is going right now.
0: All right, and he's, he's either going to
4: be he, he's got he's got a lever, he's got a big lever he can pull on Disney, and he's going to pull it, or he's going to at least at least show Disney that he can pull it, and in the, at the same time send a very loud message to all the Republicans say, across the United States. That this is a guy who
0: knows how to work politically. It's just like Lou. If, if Bill Gates walks into your office and you're in the Oval Office and says, "These people from China are stealing all my software," and you decide you're going to spank China, within within ten minutes, there's going to be a hundred firms calling you and say, well, "What are you doing? I'm doing huge business over there. To lay off." I mean, I don't think. I mean, there. Disney is in Florida is important to Disney, and Disney is important to Florida. I mean, they're in there, do you think the DeSantis is going to run down the chain and say, look, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get Disney. Maybe they won't, maybe they don't even want to be there anymore. Maybe they want to sell it to somebody else. I mean, uh, I, I doubt
4: that's the case. I doubt it too. That would be, that would be the, that would be the, the response. I will tell you that the governor out here in Colorado, who I think is an interesting character, um, has put out the word to both Twitter and to, um, uh, Disney, hey, come relocate your headquarters in Colorado.
0: Oh, sure, they're arguing.
4: Uh, I guess, I guess, on the theory that Colorado is now a gay-friendly state, I don't, I don't know. But,
0: but I, I think you're going to find tea that, that, that Disney is is reading the tea leaves, and they want to be in front of this quote movement rather than behind it.
4: Um, I think Disney is badly misreading the tea leaves, and I think this was a this was driven not by any assessment of the market. But by Disney's response, because, because the, the Disney assessment of the market was the first Disney reaction, which was, we're not getting involved in this. It doesn't relate to our business. The, the second Disney response is not in response to a market analysis. It is in response to a small, but very vocal pressure group within their corporate universe that is coming to them and saying, you got to take a stand on this. Because we're offended by it and it hurts our feelings. And, and Disney, Disney's leadership is could fine. They could very and, well and, be. But I. And I, DeSantis, DeSantis now sees this, and Disney should have figured this out. DeSantis now sees this as an opportunity to bolster his national political presence by beating Disney over the head because Disney does not have a hammer comparable to the hammer that he's got.
0: The difference is. In the year 2400, Disney's going to be here and he's in that. But, but he'll,
4: but, I mean, he's not looking at 2400, he's looking at 2024. I understand
0: I'm saying, but these, these politicians always, always overestimate the power that they have. Trump did that by well, the day. I mean, if this results
4: in the loss, you don't think, I, I, I think the loss of the Reedy Creek self-governance uh, zone will be a significant hit for Disney.
0: Okay, I mean, I I, I, I can't argue with that. I'm saying, but you, you think that the, the, the DeSantis is not Putin? How many how many people in that legislature on there have gotten money from Disney?
4: Oh, I think they've got lots of money from Disney. But the response the response I think will be for, from the perspective. I, I mean, this is the genius of, of what he's doing. He's he's taking a position that would typically run against Republican principles. He's gonna he's gonna remove this special exemption for Disney and jack their taxes up.
0: Okay, well, he wants
4: the tax revenue again. So we, you're a Democrat, and you want you want big government. This guy's promoting big government.
0: I'm just saying, Lewis, are not going to vote against that. The, the complications of and how deep these companies are into everybody. I mean, I remember when we first started the show. It was gotta 15, be 15 years ago. The big, the big hit on Microsoft because something the government actually did something to Microsoft, and every newspaper everywhere from the Wall Street Journal on down, the the biggest criticism of Microsoft, not because they did anything wrong, which of course they did. I don't know what they did. It was some, some antitrust issue or some something they did. The biggest criticism of Microsoft was that they didn't play the game, that they didn't have enough lobbyists, they didn't grease enough senators, to where they left themselves open. To government interference, where if they played the game properly, they would be immune from that, and they would actually control the government in their area. That was that was the criticism from top to bottom of every major uh, think tank guru in the world. And I'm sure at Disney, Disney, these guys are not dummies. Lou. I mean, they, they they must feel it. I, I got to help. Oh, out. I think they are. Okay, you I think
4: they are dummies in this respect.
0: Maybe in the short term they are, but if, if they they don't want to be. They also don't want to be considered a state where, if they think that God, ugh, twenty years from now everybody's going to be in this quote movement where nobody's going to know what sex they are, and we're going to wind around in this whole different world that you and I can't even understand. If they think that's the twenty-year plan, they don't care about the Santas. They're they're going to prepare themselves for that. And if and if Florida's going to go the other way, they'll leave Florida. Lou. I'm just saying.
4: I I think I think this is incredibly short-sighted by the Disney management team. I think their original decision and original position was the correct one, and I think that that they have they have responded to something that is totally internal, not market-driven, and is going to bite them.
0: Lou, look at the religion that runs the place at Disney or where they came from.
4: That religion the religion, the no, no, that has nothing to do. The religion that runs the place now is the religion of their woke culture. I
0: think it's the religion of money, and it always has been.
4: Well, I don't think so. Well, I, I'd like to think that because that would make them predictable. But, but no, I think I think this decision is not a money decision, and that's what makes it so unusual. It would, I tell you I what, I it
0: if, if, if you're right, I, I'd be stunned.
4: Okay. Well, I'd i say look at the <coughs> excuse me, look at the look at the history of this. Look at the initial position they took and and
0: go from there. I'm not I'm, not, I'm you know, I Lou, you're right an awful lot, bud, and you probably could or be right I'm just saying it would be totally out of character. <laughs> for for no, one of these that, big firms. That, and thus that's the reason I brought it up for discussion this morning. That, that, that'd be you like would be, be like Pfizer saying, "Here's here's the taxes we owe you for the last twenty years for being offshore. Here's a check." It would be yeah. totally out of character. Well,
4: I think I think this was I think this was an example of Disney, as I said, their leadership lives in this little entertainment world bubble where they they have lots of people coming up to them and saying, "Hey, we need to oppose this bill." And as I said, their initial reaction was, we're not going to this back to our core business. I think they have gotten swept away by, like I said, a small number of activist employees within their company and, and are now being forced or feel they are being forced to take positions that are antithetical to their profitability. And and I hold up as proof this decision and the response by Florida, which was threatened and which Disney did not did not take seriously, and and the subsequent drop in their stock uh, their stock uh, value.
0: Well, let me, let me expand on this a little bit, if you don't mind. Again, I always find parallels with stuff. And I don't know if that makes me nuts or what. Probably, uh, what you're saying, if what you're saying is true, is so is so non-Chicago. I can't even understand it. Just like I can't understand the Ukraine war. I the idea that I mean. Let's put it this way: If you were a Southsider, and I gave you four, five hundred million dollars a quarter that all the, your competitors, your other automakers, had to pay you on some ridiculous carbon thing, and you turn around and start criticizing me, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a very benign Southsider, but good lord, that's not going to happen, Lou. And if, and if, if, if Disney has gotten every one of these. <clears throat> advantages like you say from florida and then turn around and bite <clears throat> bites the hand that feeds him i got a, I got a real problem with it i mean the idea that 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 this whatever he is musk gets a 679 million dollar benefit this quarter and turns around and wants to buy twitter because twitter won't let people criticize government lou where do we find these people and are, why are we stupid enough to give them this kind of money
4: I, I, I understand, I agree, that's my point. I think I think this is they have gotten and, and again I, I think it they they totally under underestimated DeSantis and what, what he's interested in doing. But but this is an example of an entity going and acting in a way that is not responsive to a shareholder Needs or its shareholder interests, but simply in response to some idiotic political position. It's, it, I would be saying exactly the same thing if Disney suddenly decided that they needed to, to push more biblical themes in the park and started, you know, putting up Noah's Ark and, you know, the pillars, you know, Women turning into pillars of salt and, you know, stuff like that around the theme park. I would be asking myself, why are we doing this? Is this a response by, by a, you know, a market driven response? No, it's not. Well, what kind it's of a salt? response by some personal agenda item.
0: Was that uh, Dead Sea salt, Kosher salt? What was it? What kind? I'm sorry? What kind of salt was that they turned into? Was it Kosher salt, Dead Sea salt?
4: You know that's a great question. I don't. I don't know if the uh, the Old Testament uh, Yahweh, you know, was a Morton fan or, or not. But <laughs> you, you know that. You know that story, right? Oh
0: yeah. Well, you know, here, before you, I just want to comment on what you just said. I think Lou that. By the way, I, I'm. I'm you, know, you know, I'm with you on this. I'm just. I'm thinking of all no, you know, I understand. I mean, uh, look at look at what, what happened. You, my my position is that this is much like our analysis of Russia. I don't
4: this is antithetical to you because you believe that everybody automatically asks, acts in their political best interest and I, my response is I agree with you and they should especially Except in a you know, publicly traded here, company here's
0: what I want to say. Su- this, well, this an example
4: of them not doing that
0: right, here's what I want to, want to submit to you when Ricketts buys the cups and Rahm obviously was a was a, head of a staff for Obama he's clearly on the Democratic side even though the the, dem- the mayorship here is no longer a Democrat versus Republican, but that's recent. He's clearly on the Democratic side, so he wants all this crap—the whole neighborhood, every every benefit from the world from Tom Ricketts. In the meantime, Ricketts, crusty old man who's who's Mister, you know, I went uphill, I walked to work, you know, rolled myself up my bootstraps, all the other BS that the guy comes up with. He, in the midst of this negotiation. Start supporting Trump and bashing the, the Democrats from every which side and paying all this money to people bashing Democrats. Right in the middle of the action. And which is the same as Disney doing what you're doing, same as yes. Tesla or Musk must what he's doing. And you know what? Ricketts still owns the stuff around Wrigley, still's getting advantage, and Rahm is gone. What I'm saying is these people now are more powerful, they win these fights, Lou. They're they, they, they they're they bigger, can. they're stronger. And they have a lot of support and they outlive these people.
4: They, they can. I think it would have been a different story had the Pritzker's, su- or the Ricketts suddenly come in and said, uh, yeah, we're going to oppose whatever agenda Ron, and I don't know. Did Ron ever even have an agenda? I don't recall him pushing anything. So was he, to he pushed everything that was, that was good
0: did. for him and, his, him and his family.
4: Well, uh, if, if, if the Ricketts had come in and said, we are taking a public position against some, you know, major piece of of legislation that's important to Rom's political future. I'm guessing you would have seen something different, or if they had given him a lever to to crunch them and and bolster his chances at national office, because that's what's really happening here. I think you would have seen a different outcome.
0: Well, maybe I'm. I'm just saying. That I don't see these, these corporations ever lose, Lou. When they go up against a politician,
4: well, Disney's losing. Disney's losing right now. We'll see what we'll see what happens in another six months.
0: Well, hopefully, you and I are doing this ten years from now, and we'll talk about it then. Because I, have a, I have a feeling Disney's going to be on top and not the Sanders unless he becomes president.
4: Well, I don't think I don't think once he becomes president, I don't think the Sanders will give two hoots about Disney.
0: This well, maybe just
4: a, Disney. Disney. I don't think again. This is why this is such a stupid move by their leadership they they waltz themselves into a position where where bashing them is not just I mean good for local politics around Orlando. It's great for the governor who's got national aspirations to show that he can stand up to corporate interests like this and crush them. And 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 so they now find themselves in a position where not only are they are they being looked at as a gigantic source of tax revenue for the state of Florida that this governor could tap into, but in the culture war, this is he he can push this to to make it look like a win for him. And and Disney, you know, Disney walked right into it.
0: But he's got to have an awful lot of people that, that don't like this law. Not just Disney. Not, that,
4: not no. Actually, the law is actually favored more by uh, by even by Democrats than by. Uh, than than not. That's what's so funny about it. That's why, again, I think the Disney leadership is, this makes no sense, Chief, in terms of popularity in Florida or popularity anywhere else. It's It's a, I mean, generically, it's a fairly straightforward statute. But Disney's woke employee base, a very small number of them, is jamming, forcing, trying to force the leadership and has so far forced the leadership to try to fight it, how stuff absolutely no economic sense?
0: My, my question is, how did all this stuff get into the schools? The state runs the schools anyway. How did, how did how did it get into the schools with them not wanting it there in the first place?
4: You you haven't been following this fight, which has been going on for the last probably it's, it's last happened, three or four years. But, but, but it's happening.
0: It's happening here too. And it, and it really know, st- it's because
4: uh, because this, the the education schools that produce teachers are a, a political woke monoculture. And so you have a, a particular monocultural mindset that comes in that says we're going to allow and tolerate every kind of whatever you want to call it, perverseness, deviancy, diversity, whatever you want to refer to it as. If you look at the videos from the Disney meetings, if you look at the videos that the, the libs of TikTok and some of these other folks have been putting up, of the teachers themselves talking about how they they promote their gender fluid lifestyle with their class of preschoolers. You know, this is what we gotta we gotta we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta dash through.
0: Well this the subject's not going to go away. Would you consider law firms a monocultural sort of thing? No. <laughs> well,
4: not 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 yet. <laughs>
0: no. oh, okay. Have a nice weekend, bud. SP Futures up 40 still. reason I up 180. Be right back, Mr. Dan Janitas.
3: Ye, hear ye! The Homer broadcasting system is on the air. Stocks,
0: jocks, and jar. stocks and jocks. You are
3: out of control right here. Right now, right here, right now, right
4: now. There's something
3: happening here.
0: Hello, North Bay Dotson Jacks. I'm Tom Allen. i Matt Byrne on the board. SB Futures up 42. NASDAQ Futures up 188. And if you've been listening to our people from the Fed, uh, we've taken this huge dovish, dovish turn. There's, the inflation is going to go down on its own. The market's already done the heavy lifting. Gold's come off. Uh, all kinds of good stuff is going to happen. And, uh, and this is where we are. Do we have Mr. Dan? Yes. Dan, how are you, bud? <laughs> I'm good. I'm not
4: sure I agree with With what you just said, but I'm
0: good. I don't, I don't agree with it at all, but I think that's the message we're supposed to be getting. Did you ever ever hear the term dovish turn before? Now it's every 30 seconds on on the radio and TV.
5: Yeah, I think the Fed is losing their credibility to, you know, that we're, we're waiting and waiting and waiting for, you know, the market seems to be trying to respond or is responding in a way that, um, anticipating what the the Fed is going to do, but I think it's going to be such a, uh, anti-climatic moments when they do raise 50 basis points, uh, two weeks from today, I guess.
0: Um, why would you, now, if your pool was leaking in your basement, would you call a family meeting for the end of the month before you turn the water off or what? I
5: absolutely agree 100% with you. 100%. This should have been done like it has been done in other countries already, you know, that have, that have, that have risen rates, you know, that, that have seen the need and rather than waiting, um, and, uh, yeah, there's no way this is going to turn itself around on its own. It's uh, The inflation issue, at least, it's not um, getting any better. And I know we talked last week about the headwinds. They're still there, if not even a little bit stronger, um, higher rates. We've seen higher rates, actually, since last week. We've seen a steepening of the yield curve, you know, from um, definitely from fives to thirties, basically being flat. Um, you know that means that the five year might be a place to start stepping in if somebody wants to have a little exposure to the treasury market. Because I mean, I would not put a lot of money in there, but I might start buying. Um, it's getting close to three percent at two ninety two, and even a two year at two sixty two. I think it's you know if you want to put a little bit of uh, treasury, uh, get a little bit of yield in your portfolio. That's you know it's not a bad time to get started. I do think rates go higher, um, especially short rates. Once they start, you know, once the Fed starts moving, but yeah, the um, they're using a lot of the information that they're using is very conflicting. You know, for example, they're saying that hey, you know, earnings have been decent in some companies. I mean, I don't think people that own Netflix would agree with that. But there were, you know, there are some earnings here and there that look that look better. you know, Tesla came out with bearings, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the Fed doesn't have to hike, hike rates, that so we aren't seeing inflation. I mean, the cost of cars, for example, thing of, of Tesla has has gone up considerably a cost of, you know, of gasoline, so just in that one industry, um, and also the cost of raw materials that, that will impact them as well going forward as they continue to build out of the manufacture. And one more thing, the <laughs> manufacturing, because of what's going on in China and this um, crazy lockdown, um, it's going to impact the supply chain again. It's going to impact manufacturing. You know, China exports, what, 27% of the world's goods, and and we are, um, you know, we still get a lot of, of supplies from China. So I think China has sort of been left in the, um, you know, it's, it's sort of been not talked about as much because the Ukraine and Russia have been the, the main focus of um, News, but there's a lot going on in China right now that I think can have that will have a you know negative impact on inflation going forward. What um, negative
0: impact on, on Danny? You might before we continue in, in this direction. I have a technical question for you, um, and and part of it's uh, your fault. Um, when I say your fault, uh, a lot of the people that you talk to on the show have actually um, called wanting to do some of these shorter term uh, bond things that you're always talking about and. I mean, I, I don't know if you listened some of the other times, but some, I get, I, I'm getting pretty aggressively, uh, pissed off basically at the idea that we only have three or four people providing markets and the options. And once you get past the ETFs and a few of the stocks, the markets are somewhat horrible. Uh, pretty wide. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't get in, but you really can't maneuver. You can get in and stay in there for a while, but you can't, if you're planning on getting in and out, uh, they used to use the term Roach Hotel, you know, you check in, but you can't check out, uh, right. type of thing. And, um, and we've been quoting a lot of these bonds, um, and I know you mentioned once something that the, you thought the shorter term ones and the airlines weren't bad and so forth, but what we're, what we running into is we're seeing exactly what you see, but the bid and offer is a little, it's, it's like a half a point wide. And, uh, you know, if, if you, I mean, I suppose if you're big enough, you could you could you know, if you had a hundred thousand bonds, you could pound in the middle. But if you're yes. you know, you're ten, twenty, thirty, they don't really want you doing that, or it's hard to do that. And uh, plus, you get the feeling if your client ever wants out, you know, essentially we're you know, we're, we're buying at four percent and selling at five. It's a, uh, I mean, uh, how do you, how do you how do you combat that, or is or do you just have to stick in the areas where they're a little more liquid? Yeah. Well, first,
5: yeah, the liquidity is I, I I'm able to. Um, trade in the institutional market on the fixed income side, so I have access to a lot more, so that, and certainly better pricing. So that's the advantage of going with a um, manager or an advisor that that trades on the institutional platform. So that's, I would say one dif- you know one major distinction that it would be it would be a little more costly for. Are you talking about um, IB
0: the IB platform?
5: Uh, yeah, but on the there's a, a there there's I have access to a lot more inventory than say. Uh, a retail um person would that was calling in on their own,
0: right? Okay, but we 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 have two clearing firms. The other one's RBC, and we seem to be running a problem more on the RBC side. Now they'll let you yeah, they'll let you post something, but you got to be. There's,
5: um, there's also an advantage, as you're saying, and 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 you know we're able to buy in blocks, you know, and then spread them out amongst accounts. So it is, you know, bonds if you tra- if you trading in the hundred or even two uh, hundred uh, thousand. Uh, range, you're gonna get much better pricing, much okay. better on the spread side, have a lot more control of the market, um, if you're, if you mine buying in size. So, and that's what we do, that is part of how you get it. You did bring up one really good point, you know, so from buying here, from buying say a corporate at four and it's gonna go to five just because of rates. Well here's the thing, here's how that works. If you're looking at investment grade corporates, those rated higher than, you know, triple B or higher, um, the spreads are fairly tight, so you're getting about 100 or a little over 100 basis points over your comparable treasury. Um, so they have been impacted. I mean, the down year to date, they're down 11.9 percent. They've really gotten hit, but they've gotten hit mostly because of rates. So that part of that component of the return is very large on the on the investment grade side. On the high yield side, it's not as there's not as much of a direct impact, so um, you know these bonds that we bought, we paid more than six percent uh, two-year maturity. Um, they're holding in there, despite the fact that the two-year um, Treasury bond has risen in yield. The prices continue to move up on these bonds, and that's unusual. What that means is that the spread is, the spread is now a lot. So at this point, they're not. When spreads narrow, um, there, you know, the difference between the yield on the two-year and the, the yield on this two-year corporate and the yield on the two-year treasury, when that continues to narrow, the bond becomes less attractive as a purchase. So, uh, not necessarily in this case is it illiquid, but it's less attractive just because we've, we've already taken advantage of some of that spread narrowing. So it can happen two ways. You can get it from spread compression or in, um, the rate can go higher based on what's happening in short rates but I absolutely agree with you you have to be very careful this is a time for stepping in just as I said you know step in in a small way with uh, treasury purchases it is not a time for making a major shift um, although if you have some money uh, you know that you want to move to become a little more conservative we've talked about some other areas utilities I think offer um, a good option uh some like Black Hills or Otter, um or even Portland General. Um what and are, then on the uh you know, Self Storage um has are, done quite what, well. I'm gonna meet with the uh CEO on Monday and um we're talking about six percent. Um what do you think that's six percent six um who's that dividend and a stock that we started buying at three that's trading over six now. So it's been more than a double and um it's a good solid story. I think that space it's good to, to still to invest in, and then of course the uh, the uh, preferreds that we've been involved in, I, I think still and have value um, relative to the market. What they have not only is value, is they have stability in price. So this isn't necessarily an environment where you're looking for a lot more to pick up in price, but you want to make sure that the price is not going to be negatively impacted by um, by a, rise, a continued rise in interest rates.
0: Yeah, so if you had Netflix paid a dividend that net- it would be a bad day even though it pays a <laughs> dividend yeah <laughs>
5: just, just. yeah I think that's a story that kind of exemplifies why we're not you know I mean we will buy some uh, tech names but generally it's a space that we've we just kind of stay on the side because we are long term investors and you know the, things change quickly and when they change you know it can change pretty dramatically so what did you see, um, what are you
0: buying at Black Hills are you buying a stock or a stock and they're, what are they paying
5: their their dividends only their dividends are not high the dividends about three percent, but we started getting in on the stock at sixty two and now it's trading in the low eighties
0: oh cool already
5: so it's I missed yeah, the name on the nice one. run it it's a um a very well managed company um it's in a part of the of the country that is attracting people um, their um, i think their history their twenty year history of the senior management is really proven. Um, the way they manage the balance sheet is very is you know is, is good. Their um, ability to raise rates, you know, um, rating to have rate increases, they they have done very well there. Um, I like Otter even better, and the yield is a little higher. Otter Tail, which is based in Minnesota, but um, also has um, uh, operations in in the Dakotas, and they actually have a, a windmill. Is I mean a wind um, power. Uh, generation source, um, as part of their, um, source generation. And I think they're, they're on top of things. I know they have very good ratings by the street. Um, that stock has also been up a couple percent the last few days. Um, so those aren't necessarily just yield plays. Those, those are alternative plays that would give you some yield. Um, those yields obviously become less attractive as interest rates go higher. Um, and that's when you kind of make that switch to, um, bonds. But I think right now, Combination of both is good. You know, some of these other names that provide yield, um, combined with, um, with some, um, you know, bonds like slowly getting into bonds. Now, one thing I will say in the high yield space, there's not been much issuance of new bonds. So that, that's another reason there appears to be less liquidity, but there is liquidity. Um, an interactive does a good job if you give them a, you might have to do it through a ticket, or you may have to go to them directly if you don't have, um, you know, may have to ask for the trading desk, but they will, you know, if you have orders to sell, they will work on them, and they have a pretty good network um, that they deal with, and, and I've not had any trouble going in that direction.
0: Yeah, who that, that that uh, are the guys that, who are the guys earlier you mentioned were 6%, I missed the name, I don't know if any of the listeners did. The
5: Self, guys, S-E-L-F, oh, Self the, Storage.
0: Okay, those guys, we've heard of them before, okay.
5: global global self-storage yeah they're basically a double since we started recommending them and then they're still paying six and i'm meeting with the ceo on on monday so to get a further update but it's just a business model that makes a lot of sense you've got the steady cash flow not you know impacted to a certain degree by um you know the economy but certainly not to the same extent as a lot of the other names that we're talking about um here so there's um you know People want to look for, like, a short-term play. You know, I mean, I know the airlines, a couple of the airlines were up quite a bit today, and I was laughing because their headwinds literally are, are you know, in, in, or their competition. I mean, they're, they're cutting flights already this summer. You know, they keep talking about, you know, they're talking a lot this morning about um, United having and American both meeting expectations, but they're both companies that, you know, they've been in the, the business for a long time, and they know the ups and downs. But as an investor, it may be a good play to play the earnings, but then to kind of step out, because longer term, these companies are dealing with not only higher jet fuel prices, but they have probably one of the worst labor shortages in the in the business, and they also have the struggle of trying to pay more, or even just to find people, uh, both p- pilots and other employees, um, and that's going to be a continued problem, and because of all the flights that have been canceled and are going to continue to be canceled this summer, um, the, you know the the I, I think that paints a cloud a you know a dark cloud over the industry as a whole. So you know there's a clear-cut example of a place to stay away. I think in tech I would say the same thing. Not necessarily stay away, but just be very selective about the companies you invest in, and pay attention day to day because the news is moving quickly. And, and the big guys, picture is to pay attention to what's going on with rates.
0: If I ever want to be then, a, if I ever want to be a, inflation. a bad guy and, and, and write a book about some industry. I think I could write a book about the management of the airlines, and I, I can't. I can't think of a good thing to say.
5: It's a tough industry. I mean, I think they face a lot of um, you know you're dealing with customer you know from the customer service issues. I think which are really um, difficult. You're dealing with um, you know fuel costs. Um, you're dealing with things like weather. Anytime I think weather becomes an impact, in a um, and then you're also dealing with. The combination of the unions and the you know the infighting and the um, trying to reach, I think, settlements is, is you know sort of difficult within the organizations. Um, but it's an industry that's hard to make money on. You know, on the bond side, you can if you buy, uh, buy these uh, secure equipment trusts, but there um, those are hard to find. But I think uh, as, a, as an equity, there's better places to be. I still like the um, the infrastructure play. I don't think that has. You know those names have sold off considerably, but some of them, like Tech, um, has started to come back a little. I think there's going to be a lot of upside with Maztec, continued upside with Um and so that I would I would lean more towards looking for infrastructure names. We know the funding's already there. Um, there's stable businesses. There's you know certainly um, a continued need for maintenance on cell towers and. And um, you know, the main, the their main areas of um, interest, you know, maintenance on infrastructure, I think is um is going to be important going
0: forward, so. I just wonder, Dan, if, again, we're being asked to boot, I'm just looking at the uh, biography of this guy, Raf, Rafael Bostic. Uh, he's a Atlanta Fed president, and he came out and was talking about how, how good inflation is because people were finally getting raises and i'm thinking i don't know of a person who got a raise as high as the inflation i mean i mean I, I'm, first of all these are not dumb people The man went to harvard and stanford um but we got to get these guys out of the limousine we, we, we got to get them out in society or something because they they clearly have no view of anything i'm seeing just, just, you know. and i uh yeah
5: but i, I yeah, this, this, absolutely agree i've heard you know i've heard other others trying to like you're talk about the employment numbers and then when they talk about housing too i get really confused because they're they're talking about the fact that there's less inventory and less building in the supply chain and i'm in an area where there's a huge amount of construction going on and you know they're, they're probably some of the larger builders but there's um you know there's doesn't seem to be any lack of supplies i i think they're um you know maybe things have been slowed down but there's definitely a lot of movement and there's still a, a lot of demand um One thing that's starting to happen on the housing side is, is here, here in Florida is that it's finally becoming pricey and that's become an issue for some people, you know, whether you own a home and are paying higher property taxes or whether you're looking to rent as rent values have doubled in some parts of the state over the last few years. So it's, um, and also just the migration into the state, the, you know, the demographics. Um, but I have heard, you know, news, you know, related to housing and how they think it's going to be impacted and, a lot of the people that are buying homes here, at least, are paying cash. They're selling homes, you know, in, in the north, and and um, they're not necessarily at, at that age or that stage of their life looking to take on a mortgage. So there's, um, you know, they may may or may not be as much of an issue with with you know getting the mortgage. But the, I think the big thing is is looking at the Fed, and I think I said it earlier. I, I don't see a whole lot of credibility there. Um, hopefully they'll they'll do the fifty basis points. If they do seventy five, even better. Um but you know they they're becoming um less credible um the longer there's all of this talk you know, and the longer the time is the gap that we have between now and the next meeting um seems endless and it seems that there's gonna probably be a few more people spouting a few more pieces, you know pieces of economic uh information but um I, you know they're they' i i think any credibility that that's going to remain they have to do fifty
0: basis points or or I think they're going to be um. well then the uh the, the story was and if you I wish I had done this i don't know if the if I had a uh, I was wonder if i if I had a if I was a college professor and had a bunch of people that were on what do they, what do they call the things you your assistants where they teach a little bit and they get paid to do yes. it and if I had about three or four of those people I'd be always giving them these dumb jobs to do so it's probably better off if I don't. But I would love to take a last two or three years view of the Fed, what they were saying and how wrong they've been. If it wasn't two years ago. We're not even thinking about inflation. It's not, not, not now, not ever. It's not even, I'm not even th- beginning to think about it, right? Was it maybe three years ago? And now we're, but I get this feeling, Dan, that we're, if somebody drops off a boat that we're in in the cold water, we can kind of screw around for the first few minutes. But after a while, every every mistake we make, every second we lose, becomes more and more, uh, shall we say, terminal to the guy in the water. Yeah. And and I get I this feeling now that they've seen this incredible number. Like the last month's number was nothing short of, of horrifying, the 1.3%. We see two PPIs in a row where the goods piece of it is over 2%, which is two or three months down the road from the CPI, right? The Now all of a sudden in the last week, a, the Fed poured more money in the system again. Last week the, uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, balance sheet grew to a new record. Uh, they clearly have put more money in the market in the last few days and they saw it starting to go down. And all of a sudden, now, at the end of the year, we've over, we've overestimated this inflation and we really think it's gonna be down to like, uh, you know, 5% by the end of the year. Oil will be down. By the way, with the, the one of the, I was gonna say goofballs guys on, uh, all day on CNBC. Well, used cars have turned over. All right, they're up 40%, and now they're down one. I guess that's turning over. (laughs) But if they make yet another mistake and decide that they really don't have to do near as much as they thought they had to do even like three weeks ago, at the end of the year, we're talking about an 18% number. How the hell do we come back from that, Dan?
5: Yeah, I think we've got, I mean, in the short run, I think there's a lot of cash in the system still that um, but I think there's going to be more and more signs um, as there already have been and and I think some some you know we've heard some of some of it that people on lo- that are having that struggle with with higher just paying higher gas and higher food prices um, are already you know being challenged. We're seeing more crimes we're seeing more crime, um, we're seeing more crime aimed at at people who have money again so it's it's not you know the just the drug crimes. It's it's um, so that those things I think are signs that there's going to be an impact itself, and unfortunately, a lot of those decision makers um, on the set are really far away from you know Main Street, if you will. Um, they're also obviously I don't know if they even drive past um, <laughs> how they get if they travel because if they drive back, past gas stations or if they you know shop or. Um, or if they are going on trips, if they're trying to get a rental car right now because those prices just seem to continue to go up. So I don't really see I don't see a break, and I don't see that uh, you know there is a certain amount of demand out there still, but that's going to keep prices high.
0: Well, I, I I absolutely agree. I I just I mean I, I mean, to me it's getting to the danger stage. I mean, not to mention uh you know the, the last thing we needed with these prices going up is, is Ukraine losing a wheat crop. I mean, in addition right. to people getting killed, I. I if we start talking about you know seven eight hours a day uh the cereal index for uh uh you know people in gaza and something if that doesn't equal riots I don't know what does
5: yeah and that's going to continue i I think I believe that, that that'll continue it's it, and it's also it's commodities as well um you know and trade continues to get cut and they even you know even um in some of the reporting um recently a few of the companies were saying that they did have exposure to to Russia and to some of the other their their allies, um, in terms of the business that they've cut, and they have seen somewhat of an impact already. So there is, you know, there are there is, you know, there's more impact coming from 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 the war, and there's also more that's going to affect our economy as we continue to fund the war, which is, um, you know, which is happening at a pretty rapid pace right now. So we're um, somebody has to pay for that, you know, and, and so that's going to be there's going there there continue to be um issues that are going to continue to cause these strong headwinds for for continued and higher inflation, not necessarily an acceleration inflation but high higher inflation
0: well dan what do you uh when you look at we' don't, we have a couple of minutes but I just want to i want to dig down to real Dan think here we covered a lot of the other stuff what do you make of these Tesla earnings and not only and not only a uh uh, you know, on a shareholder, but if you have clients that have it, I have some. Um, what, what does your gut tell you? I mean, I'm just read some of the numbers here. First of all, they, they reported 322 earnings. All right. So multiply that by four. You're talking, say, I'll be charitable, 15 bucks a year. So where does that put them? Uh, what's 15 goes into a thousand is like a lot, right? Um, and out of, out of that earnings, the 700 million of it are, are, uh, No, uh, carbon credits that they get. uh, Right. Somewhere in there. Now their margins of their cars are up to 33%. And, and Musk is being given so damn much money that he's going out and buying firms to, 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 uh, to change, uh, political thinking. Do you think we should cut back on the 600 million a month we're giving these people? I mean, what are Mm -hmm. we, what are we doing here?
5: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree, absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah. It's, there's a, there is a certain point where it becomes excessive and and dangerous, frankly, or potentially dangerous, at least. Um, the whole concept of having one person with that much power um, and somebody who's going into, you know, moving into different um, industries, um, you know, he's a bright man, but I, I do have some concerns about the, um, you know, the level of attention, if you will. You know, it's not somebody who really started having a passion for cars, you know, that um, you know, had this one vision And somebody who's now moving very quickly into areas that that aren't necessarily his expertise or maybe he believes they are, but it's you know, I would say any management team that's doing that, you know, always gonna have to watch out what's happening to your your, your other companies.
0: But if you were so I know if you were uh somebody were That was helping the White House put together something like this in carbon credits. I would say maybe you might give a thousand bucks to somebody who buys an electric car. Yes. Yes. The idea that you would give it all to this guy, (laughs) who, who, what, who's his lobbyist? (laughs) I I, want to hire a guy.
5: Yeah. No, they have. They actually do have quite a few lobbyists. But there's. But I agree with you. Yeah. There's. there's a certain point where where it does become excessive, and there's also a certain point where it may or may not be um, uh, what's the word incentivizing others, you know, um, from you know other or, uh, you know big three, and then and then also other manufacturers from from being able to take a uh, you know some market share. And to maybe offer something a little bit different, so that they can they can participate in this market as well. So there can be some debt, there can certainly be some detrimental effects. And then also it flows through. We're not getting the tax money on it either. Right, absolutely. You know, you're, like you said, you're giving up the taxes, but you're also not getting the taxes either on the other side of that. So it's um, yeah, it's it's uh, I I can see that being a you know a continued issue going forward. And yeah, and I think if you're you, know, you, you own Tesla and you own any of these names that, that that are moving quickly. They're good for, you know, they're great trading opportunities and they're good for a period of time, but I'm not sure they're names that you lock away in your retirement. Boy, account. Yeah you okay. know, wait five years. We got to dash, be, Dan. They but, may
0: not be there. <laughs> we got to dash. They, 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 this place seems ripe. All one, well, has to one bad thing happen. Yes. Government pulled that number or whatever, and this thing could be 400, not 1,000. I don't want to see that happen to my clients, but take care of yourself, buddy. SP is up 37. NASA Futures up 166. Be right back. Mr. John Flanagan.
3: Stocks,
0: jocks,
6: and jocks,
3: stocks and jocks. You are out of control.
0: Right here, right now. Right here. Right now. Right now. Hello, stock base slash Jacks. I'm Thomas Smith, burn on the board. s and futures up 34 now. We have been up 40 the whole time, but we dipped a little, but it's still pretty darn high. Nasdaq futures up 146. We got the Dow futures up 235. Individual stocks: Goldman Sachs up 270. We got Boeing up 350. Apple up 130. Everybody's up. American Express up 179. The only well, uh, CVX down a little bit, 46 cents, and IBM down 75 cents. they were up huge yesterday, uh, so not much there. We have gold. Uh, gold stocks down. FCX is down um, 40. Is down a buck 50 because the metals prices are off here this morning. Uh, over Europe, we've got Dex up 203. That's 1.4 percent FTSE. Up twenty point three percent. They're joining the party. They were almost unchanged last time I went through this. Got up one twenty four one point nine percent. We're in Asia. We've got a little bit of a mixed bag. Nikkei up three thirty five one point two percent. So that's a lot. Mainland China, however, down over two percent. Shanghai down seventy one points. That's two point three. Hang Seng down two sixty two one point three. So again, we got a mixed bag over there. Bands up three basis points two point eight seven. The Bund up two basis points point eight eight. Japan unchanged at 0.25, like where they've been for like, seemingly forever. Uh, yesterday, Dow was up 249. That's mostly IBM. Uh, S&P down 276, uh, very slight move, almost unchanged. Nasdaq down 166, 1.2 percent. That's because of the Netflix issue. Uh, oil up 91 cents, 103.10. Brent up 123, 108.03. Natural gas up 17, 7.11. Uh, gold, again, getting whacked. On 1220 to 1943, it was almost made 2000 on Monday. It's been come stumbling back ever since then. Silver down 53 cents, 2472, it was over 20, 26, didn't stay there. Copper up 4 cents, 469. And we've got Bitcoin up 1300 bucks to 42,567, the high end of the recent range. Matt, what do you got for us? Trevy Weather
1: Sports. Hey, good morning. Currently, seven thirty-five a.m. on April twenty-first, twenty twenty-two. Let's get you into sports real quick. NBA last night, Bulls win against Milwaukee Bucks, one fourteen to one ten. In hockey, Blackhawks win against Coyotes, four to three. And the Blackhawks are back again tonight against the L.A. Kings. In baseball, White Sox lose to Cleveland Guardians, eleven to one. Cubs lose to the Tampa to Tampa Bay, eight to two. That's all for sports. Currently, weather in Chicago, uh, cloudy, 50 degrees, high of 72, and a low of 49. Uh, in Phoenix, clear night skies, 67 degrees, a high of 93, and a low of 67. Looking a lot better down there. Traffic in Chicago, uh, heavy traffic eastbound at Eisenhower between Wolf Road uh, to Independence. After that, slow down to downtown. Traffic westbound at Eisenhower between Laramie to First Avenue. Traffic eastbound Kennedy between Cumberland and West Fullerton. And again, Armitage all the way to downtown. Traffic westbound the Kennedy between North Sacramento and North Nagel. Traffic westbound the Dan Ryan between 59th Street and Taylor Street. Traffic northbound Stevenson between Illinois Route 171 and South Kedzie. And finally, traffic northbound and Lakeshore between Ramp at I-55 North and East Belbo. And again, at East Grand to Chicago Avenue. That's caused by an accident right before North Lakeshore Drive, so keep that in mind. It's causing some delays. That's all we got, Chief. Back to you. Um,
0: John, are you with us? I am with you, Tom. Good morning. Um, the uh, It is a good morning if you're along uh, the market so far. <laughs> Wasn't a good morning yesterday if you were along Netflix. Right.
7: <laughs> it's, it's always a good morning when I can get out of bed on my own, Tom.
0: <laughs> well, you yeah, know, like uh, what did Walter Brennan say. I, <laughs> I get up, I check the old bits. If I don't see my name, I go to work. Right,
7: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got to be a good day.
0: Yeah, it's a... Uh, um I mentioned, uh, we have, uh, one of our, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about the Ukraine thing. I want to get back to the Tesla and, and where, where we're going with this stuff because I, 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 un- unlike Lou, I mean, well, actually he sees it too, but unlike Lou who, uh, you know, sees all these things as somewhat of a individual battle, which is more, I think, when an attorney's view of the world, I, I see this constant blend across the board here that anybody who gets themselves involved in and, and government largesse, whatever it is, turns out to be, you know, this all-knowing, all-whatever. I mean, face it, Amazon. I salute their uh, ability to innovate and in a lot of distribution stuff. John, they got on they got on the board because they weren't paying sales taxes when everybody else was. I mean, come on, let's let's call the spade the spade. I mean, what are we what are we doing here?
7: Right, they still had difficulty. Yeah.
0: Turning a profit all those years. making any money. Well, but, but the people, that's why people were buying from them. And even now, I think if you buy from outside sources on Amazon, you still don't always pay state taxes. Which to me is an absolute abomination. <laughs> and and I think the states let it happen because the, the people running the states were, were I mean, they, don't, they wouldn't want their wife showing up on the list of the 20 biggest uh, tax cheats from Amazon. It would
7: have been very easy to, to police, yes. has there been any desire to police it? I mean, no more difficult to police it than tracking the you know payment methods or your addresses or anything else.
0: I would say that's true. And uh, but now we've got this this carbon uh, footprint thing. We're we're uh, not only does do we we're, it's not even like we're giving the money to uh, Musk. We're giving him the credits that other people have to buy from him so he's not only getting the dough he's getting it from his competitors I, I can't think of a bigger abomination at all can you i mean what it's like
7: like what we were talking last week about it you know he is like an oligarch he's been vested with this kind of authority over anybody else in this corner of the industry it isn't like he really earned the right to this kind of, of protection um, he, was, he gets a lot of publicity, and he's certainly not the only one involved in this corner of the industry. But he's treated as if he gets not only special treatment from the government, but from any of his competitors too. So,
0: well, I mean, yeah. if, if you want, I seem to recall. And I, I wish I was more of an expert on this because I actually have a couple of clients who are. So I'll probably try and get them on. But if if you want to throw up an an electric array on your roof. Or if you want to be in a farm and grab yourself a windmill or something along those lines, I have really no problem. Well, I have to see the rules. I might have a problem with it, but in general, if, if the government wanted to give you, you know, 300 bucks off of your, of your, uh, heating system because it was, it was electric and you put the stuff on the roof so you weren't taking it off in the utility. I don't know, Jay. I I, 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 I could toss that one up and down in the air, but. I could roll with it. (laughs) I mean, a little bit, I guess, if you, if you talk me into it. Uh, it wouldn't be my first choice. But the idea that the person who, who made the grates could, got all these pieces of paper from the government that other, other people that that made furnaces had to buy from him. What are we doing here? I mean, Ford and GM are trying to come out with their electric cars. Why are they, why are they going to pay this guy because of stuff they did in the past? I mean, Every time you sell a pickup truck, you gotta you gotta pay Elon Musk. It's one thing to pay the government or you and me, which I probably wouldn't even agree with either. But to pay him, well, who's his lobbyist?
7: Well, you gotta believe he's he's working pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my my brother has a an anecdote like this. Where, you know, this is twenty years ago, where where he lives in the you know a town that will remain nameless in the suburbs. But he wanted to put solar panels on his flat roof for the sole purpose of, you know, using it to fuel his hot water heater. You know, it's like an adjunct for that. It's a backup for it. And it was not like a a gigantic project. It wasn't like the whole roof was going to be covered with solar panels or anything else. But he he still required village approval to put up even a a, a modest-sized panel. And the night this issue came up for village approval, the entire electrical industry of the north suburbs had all their attorneys there to shoot it down you know are they really that threatened by one person using solar energy to fuel a hot water heater in one residence it shows that if you don't do it by the approved methods or use the approved channels or by the approved equipment or whatever restrictions they want to put on it you you will be completely snuffed out and you know it's kind of like that with with pretty much anything that's got any kind of power behind it to challenge the received wisdom about something um, the lobbyists everybody else will spring into action like you wouldn't believe to make sure that when it happens it only happens one way and we don't want you to think you can just do this by going off the reservation that we set out for you and it's, it's going to be like that every step along the way with any kind of Alternative energies—it's already pretty clear how it's being handled in the electric vehicle corner of things, where there's—it's pretty much we've decided who the players are going to be, and if you're not one of these players, then just get out of the way.
0: Well, that's right, and well, it comes down to uh, the attitude. The, the the group that really profan- personifies the attitude the most, and I'm again, I'm not criticizing; I just it's their point of view is the is the NFA or have, who's the, the, the rifle so NRA I mean they're, okay, they're, like any,
7: any other interest group I mean they're, they're, they're they're, their, their survival it. depends on they're, they're having some kind of exclusive voice or some sort of kind of exclusive message uh, and they don't want that muddied or muddled by by anything else um, but you know that's I think it's, that's pretty different from the Musk situation just because you know this is, we're talking about entrepreneurship we're talking about ways of doing things and no
0: things. I, I was uh we're talking about, um, the idea that you, you cannot let the camel's nose under the tent. You can't, you can't lose one. So if somebody comes up with, uh, ghost guns where you can, where you can get the parts in four different places and they come with bullets that are instantly poisonous or if you even scratch somebody they die in the instant. The, the NRA would, they would oppose any, any, uh, controls on that because they think once you get any control anywhere then it's just gonna walk right, over the whole thing. It's a slippery thing. slope, right? It's a slippery slope. And they're, they're not all wrong, okay? But but it, but it also gets you to the point where some stuff gets amazingly deadly, like these ghost guns. I mean, where you can not even trace the damn things, and now they're opposing that. I mean, at some point you got to say, eh, even if you're the, I mean, if it's me at the NRA, I got to go. Wait a minute, we don't. It's want, the same thing with
7: it, the abortion industry. They yeah, well. after a while, even if, if on paper it looks like they're being consistent with um, a message that uh, is okay to them, after a while they start to look not just extremists but completely nuts. So.
0: Well, yeah, and I. Uh, But I mean, this whole, this whole Tesla situation, but every time we, we get there, I mean, we, uh, we let Facebook run, you know, who's, who's the guy who bought the post? Was that the Amazon guy or the Facebook guy? The Amazon. I mean, it it leads one thing to another. Now, do we really want him running the information in this country? Because we, because he made all kinds of money because we gave him a tax deal? I mean, I mean, I would, I would love to have a a business like Tesla, where for for how many years? Last July was the first time they made a dime without these credits. How do how do you pull that off, John?
7: Yeah, well, think about this and, and just you know look look at the pharmaceutical industry as another yeah. example of this, where you would think that the scientific method experimentation you know, rigorous testing so that you really, you know, find the winners and the losers where everybody plays on a level playing field. And nobody gets any preferential treatment. If you've got a product that is safe and does what it's supposed to do, um, it will be approved. And if you can't do that, if you can't muster the data or whatever else, then you'll come back and see it some other time. But instead, the whole thing has been twisted and warped in such a way where the ones that have the biggest corner of whatever their therapy we're talking about get the right to pretty much dictate whether anybody else can horn in on their territory which is why the Pfizer's and the Merck's and the Lilly's have way outsized power given what, what they do and there's certainly not there's, there's a lot more than five or six of these companies that do that too but uh, when it, come, when it a comes to point. in on their territory there's there's no chance for them at all
0: if you if you designed a computer like they do for uh airlines now where they can simulate whether the thing's going to crash or not. How do they do that? You know, beyond my pay grade. But if you could have a, a simulate, essentially, the human body's reaction to new drugs, if you could, which I don't think you can, but if you could, and all of a sudden you and I made it our life's work to to allow somebody to come through the FDA with a new drug for, let's say, Five million dollars instead of five billion dollars, whatever the hell it is. Probably not five billion, but it's a lot. Uh, the biggest opponent, the first call would be made from Pfizer to Joe Biden's office. What are you doing? We want it a billion or two billion through there because nobody else can do it. If there's a, a drug coming in, we want to be able to buy the place first for 20 cents on the dollar so we can. I have a, a lot of clients, uh, John, and, uh, uh, that, well, Okay. How can I say this politically correctly? A lot of the people who are in the, uh, uh, medical community, a lot of doctors and so forth, uh, a lot of them are of, uh, shall we say Jewish ancestry. Um, terrific people, love them as clients. They, they, they it's a, the hobby there is not, since they're involved in the industries, they love to be, it seems like a lot of them like to concentrate into, this is not politically correct, but it's true. In areas of new drugs and new medical devices, they hear about it's not none of it's none of it's internal information, nothing like that. But they hear about you know some firm that's developing something, something. And I've actually done um, some research into some of these firms. Where I drove out to Toronto to talk to one guy and some other not not heavy. I mean, there's people who actually got on my on my block, who's been in this business whole life. He could we should have him here today. He can talk chapter and verse on all these companies. John, they they never make it anywhere. No matter, how, no matter how promising the idea is, they either get strung out to where they don't have any money, or if it's good enough, finally somebody buys them and the company's worth 40 and somebody buys them at 10 and all of a sudden it's somebody else's drug. They never get anywhere. And even though the ideas are good and the people who are investing in them are doing it for all the right reasons, it's America, this company looks good, this guy has a device he has a drug, he has something, even the devices are even more bizarre because you would think if there's a, a way to get a test faster than another test, people would be all over it they're not, if Merck has the other test, they they buy the company or they do a marketing agreement, it's it's incredible it seems like nobody ever wins, except once in a while, you think the place is going to be worth 50 and the, you'll find they string it out, string it out and it sells to somebody for 10 or something, which still make might make you a uh, happy camper if you bought it at, you know, two cents, but it's never what you actually deserve, because it is so jammed up by three or four places. And you know what? That really sucks, I think. But
7: the, the licensing end of it is, is the cause of a lot of that, too, Time And look what happened in the, in the whole COVID mess with, you know, the CDC and the, the Fauci, Francis Collins, taking on the great Barrington declarations authors that, you know, that, that we should focus more on therapies in this pandemic and in lockdowns or in only one or two methods of of drug therapy and they i mean the emails make it pretty clear that the, the whole licensing end of the federal government for any kind of therapies was already tilted way off the charts to prevent any kind of competition for therapies that were cheap or effective and preference was given to uh, therapies that were fatal in many cases and incredibly expensive and lucrative for the drug companies. And it's the same thing with anybody trying to break into that with any kind of a competing, you know, pill or, you know, medication or, or anything else. If somebody ahead of you in line, you know, for importance or money-wise, it, it, it feels particularly threatened by this, you can be completely undone in the licensing end of it because of that clout. And it's, it's one thing, you know, if the agencies like the the cdc and the fda are there to promote safety and you know and experimentation to bring down the cost of drugs and to increase their safety if that were their mission you know we wouldn't be having this conversation but whatever their mission is it isn't that it's about protecting people who have such a huge stake in the regulation of these things that they can't even see daylight between themselves and anything else in the industry that's the only thing that counts um, that's when you could really. Well, when you get your head so public policy,
0: when you get so hard up your head so far up, somebody's behind you, it comes comes hard to see. <laughs> Just saying, but, I mean, look at look at the look through their throat. I mean, one of the most uh, I thought brilliant things that the Trump administration did. I don't know who the hell did it. It might have been a Democrat in there, but uh, when they gave the mo- the money out, when we were really having problems with the COVID early on, and everybody thought, you know, man, we could we could well, we could go under with this thing. uh they gave all the money to these the seven firms that uh, all were trying to develop a vaccine rapidly. Um, obviously Pfizer was one of them, there was Merck, there was uh, AstraZeneca, I think Lilly was in there, Johnson, but there were a few a few others that I don't remember the names. I have I have it buried somewhere in my email somewhere. Um, and it was essentially what happened was, was the, the, the government actually, our government, they gave everybody... Um, they essentially bought, what, 100 million doses from every every company, right? So the <laughs> idea was, even if your stuff hadn't been a- approved yet, the day it gets approved, there's going to be 100 million doses or 10 million, whatever the number was, that we could start. I mean, if it was approved on a Thursday, we're, we're, we're giving shots on Saturday. That was the idea, right? And the, the, the prices were such that if you did your own research, like Merck, you got like 20 bucks a shot. Um, if you didn't and you wanted the government to help you out with the research, like I think Moderna, I'm not positive on that, but they got four or five million hundred million up front, but then it was only ten dollars a shot or twelve. So everybody sorta of got to the same place. If if yours would have worked and they bought the shots, well even if you didn't, this government bought the shots. So with all the other money we were spending, we essentially gave a billion dollars each to seven firms to do this. And yet all seven didn't come out of this, okay. Uh okay. Uh, Jen, they probably all did alright with the money the government gave but Pfizer ended up really at the top of the heap totally we never even had the AstraZeneca never, never even got here did it I mean, it's I don't know if it was as good yeah. but yeah. never even got here so Pfizer was first I believe and uh, then Moderna somehow weaseled in there and then and, and Johnson & Johnson's which I don't think was ever quite as good but that one was destined more for third world areas because you didn't have to refrigerate it right wasn't that the story yeah, and a single dose. Too. A single dose, and so, and here we have the the Pfizer group ended up really buying the drug from a, a group in Belgium, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they ended up doing that, and uh, and in fact, that's the group that's the drug that got approved here, not anything that Pfizer did themselves. The, even though people think that that the Pfizer drug got approved, it didn't. The the Belgian drug got approved. And Pfizer was deemed to be chemi- the chemical equivalent of it, correct? Right. And, uh, that's, that's one of the, the lawsuits Lewis was having with the federal government. It was never actually approval. Well, the other seven names, I Johnson Johnson got some traction. I ended up getting a Moderna, so I'm going to say probably what, 30% of the people got Moderna? But Pfizer has been all over this thing since day one. The, the, the bottom four people and well, who's the guy who, somebody's got approved in Europe, is it last week? Was it uh, tells name, or maybe got approved here? A new vaccine. Uh, one of the uh, one they were one of the original seven, but still, once Pfizer got ahead of this thing, how can anybody get through the, the Oval Office? He was. They must have been talking to Biden five hours a day. I mean, it was, it, I mean, they were doing all the studies. They were all over the place. There, how many lobbies do you think they had, Jen?
7: Oh God! Think of it in dollar terms. I mean, all they all they've done out of this is make money, and whatever they spend on lobbying, fantastic as the sum probably is, it's a pittance compared to what they've made on this.
0: Why aren't you the
7: Irony, Thomas, they are no closer today than they were, you know, a year and a half ago to having anything beyond emergency use authorization for this stuff. So they've got tyrannical control over the market, but they've done nothing as far as advancing the safety, perceived or, or actual, of any of these therapies. They're still working under. This archaic notion that we're still in an emergency and we don't need full approval by the FDA for it, and yet they talk about it as if they have all this stuff. And that, that too, is, is damaging to competition. If you, if you completely overwhelm the airwaves by saying we've got the approval and the numbers and everything else, when you, you, all you have is just hot air to back this up, how can you possibly compete against that kind of strength?
0: I've, uh, I've heard stories in the last two weeks of friends of mine that are old enough to be getting their second booster, every one of them said they had trouble with it. I mean, real trouble. And then I I uh, heard the, yesterday that somebody from the CDC is talking about the boosters first and second. There's no problems with them whatsoever. <laughs> like, what i you... I'm not, I mean, I, they made it sound like there, there wasn't one case. I know three of them. I mean, uh, you know, everybody survived, but it uh, wasn't like they... You know, why why all of a sudden you suppose if people had no problem with the first two shots or even the first booster, why are they having problems with the second booster? I have no doubt. Why why would that even be, John?
7: No, and why would the FDA say it's going to take, you know, 55 years to release the data on, you know, adverse reactions to any of these therapies? This is the FDA. This is not the drug companies that are shielding themselves. It's the FDA. Back and well, so they're, the
0: they're shielding themselves. Drug
7: companies can continue to pull the wool over everybody's
0: eyes. Hey, speaking of which, thank you for sending me all that census stuff. Now that you sent it to me, I ask you the same damn question: Why is that seventy-two years? There's nothing there except somebody's education that's already dead.
7: Yeah, well, I think you know, like every fifth person in that 1950 census, they go into great detail about how much, how many weeks they worked, what they, what their job title is, how much money they made. Um, well, I saw the line... You know, other stuff, if I d- dug into it, it would probably be even more prying, although it isn't su- something that we would consider sensitive information. You know, do you own a television set? Do you own a radio? How many radios do you have in your house? What kind of car do you have? All of this stuff is, is a fair game in various census gathering. Well, full,
0: full disclosure, but, Jan uh, helped me out with some of this stuff because he knows how to do all this stuff, and he sent me all this stuff for for my family. Okay, and the, the, 19, the 1950 census and the 40, and the 30, and the 20, uh, kind of shocked me a little bit, I had no re I know the house that I grew up with the first year or two of my life, maybe, maybe make that four, uh, pretty small place, and my mom and dad lived there with me, and my, his sister, and her son, and, uh, it turned out at one point, there were seven people living in that house, John, I'm like, where in God's name did they put each other, No no wonder, no wonder the guy went to the bar when he got home, there was no room for him, uh, just saying, uh, but I mean, in 1950, they singled my grandmother out for one of those extra questions. There were like five questions. What grade did you make it to? Um, did you get high school education? She, she was an immigrant from Ireland. Uh, you know, did you have secondary education? No. How about primary? Not, not much. There was there was no, the nothing there about income or anything that I saw.
7: Well they were if they, if you had income, and of course, if you don't, it'll be zero for my dad he was he was asked those questions in the nineteen fifty census and all right he's, he's like thirty six hundred a year as a full time employee for the railway mail the, the u s post office' they're traveling between Chicago and Kansas City twice a week so thirty six hundred bucks in, in nineteen fifty was okay money you know <laughs> you work you work kind on of a like to take out Jay Gould or anything in the stock market but, but you could you could live a, a decent life some of it I think Thomas is that the, the relationships that it shows are embarrassing because they are viewed in one generation one way and there, there's secrets that surround those things so somebody listed as a grandchild is really a child or an illegitimate child or somebody listed as a sister is not a sister at all but something else and the, the, the census taker doesn't have any way of verifying any of this they just take down what they're told but the, the people in those families sometimes have m- created fictions about themselves that are embarrassing and that's that's i think the reason that we're given for the latest you know security measures for delaying John, the latest publication
0: I, I, of the we got a right. dash here but i'm a I'm going to argue with you, bud, and say we could go to 62 or 52 without a whole lot of problems. Hey, I,
7: I'd go for 20, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't get me started on this, because as a genealogist, I, it's getting harder and harder to, to make a living, I'll tell you.
0: Well, you know, in 72 years, it just seems like a really, really long it's time. It's like been a really long time, yeah. SB <laughs> Futures, up 42 days, Futures up 181. Looks like the market will be up again today. i be back tomorrow Stocks and Jacks.
3: Here's the f***ing money, s***head! It's, uh, oh, oh, uh, it's down there somewhere. Let me take another look.